Hi everyone, this is Sangeeta Angela Kumar and this is episode number 51 and you're listening to my podcast Planet Sang. Now, um this this podcast is called Love Live Pray and Be Kind. Now, if you uh, saw the teaser on Instagram, you would know that uh, this is going to be uh, talking a little bit about the coronavirus, but before I start about that, I'm going to give you a little background, all right? So, generally when we think back like when we're sitting and we think back to the past and our days and we wonder we always wonder how nice they were okay but then when we think about our present we think am i living the best uh, version of my own life um, as like am i living the best i have um, as like life has to offer today okay and the third thing is when we look at our future we wonder if our future is going to be better or is it going to be worse now nostalgia is a wonderful thing nostalgia is basically like a warm hot cup of cocoa with a blanket and um it's so beautiful there's something just wonderful about nostalgia you always i mean the mind always paints a, a pretty picture um uh, of what the past looks like I, it's almost like there's a filter and you forget all the bad you only remember the good for example when if you're from like your school days like i was in a boarding school so uh, for me uh, i will only remember all the good days but boarding school had a mix of good and bad days uh, it's just you never hear boarding school kids talk about the bad days that much uh, only when it comes to their own kids going to boarding maybe uh, but um, even college college was fun but it has a combination of good and bad days uh similarly to in terms of work experiences or friendships or relationships when we look back at our past we always have this filter of oh wow those days were so nice oh you know i wish i could get those days back but that filter is actually your brain like tricking you and um it's because all those experiences whether it was work experiences they had good and bad your uh, friendships they had good and bad uh, your relationships had good and bad i mean some relationships seem like they're all bad but they're also there's also a lot of good in that also um this i feel is like the mind's way of coping like it's like a coping mechanism which um forces us to have happy thoughts because otherwise life is so difficult cut to the present um we are greedy people we want more we want more joy we want more happiness we want more products we want more food we want more experiences um so we waste our present uh we waste um what can be now is always um you know uh, you know replaced with my past my past my past or even worries about the future uh for example even with me there were many moments when my um daughter was a baby and she was going through these milestones i remember i was never i mean i was present a lot more present than most parents but i was present but i was so um so caught up with catching the moment on camera that sometimes i didn't experience like if you ask me um about the time when zoe walked backwards or instead of crawling frontwards my daughter's name is zoe um i would tell you yeah, yeah it's captured but i may not be able to remember the exact feeling that i was feeling i mean actually i can remember the feeling i was feeling i was feeling very anxious and afraid why my baby was walking backwards and not frontwards but okay this is a bad example but you get what i ek minute
Hi. So I'm back because uh, the bell rang and I had to go and take care of matters. Right. So um where was I? I was talking about how um many moments in our present we just pass them by because we um we don't focus on the present. I mean there's it's not there is a reason why um there are phrases like there's no time like the present. Um so it is important to be present in the present. uh what happens is we often uh, the present happens and we're either looking at our phones or we're busy taking pictures or we're busy reading the news um and gentlemen you're busy opening the newspapers in the morning and having a cup of tea where you're not actually present so you should think about how you can be more present in your life now i will tell you why i'm saying all of this um the future no one can predict it no matter how much you try no matter how many people you go to and uh search for predictions the the one thing that you can never control is how future how your future looks you can you can make sure your present looks a certain way so uh you can kind of hope that the future becomes like obviously if you're if you don't work in your office and then you in the future you will lose your job i mean it's simple there you know consequences but uh there is no guarantee that if you work hard you're going to get a promotion you know so don't mean to be too dark but it's just no one can know your future um like uh that uh, now coming back to the news that father who went to italy that father means the, the person who is the father of those two children um who went that gentleman who went to italy had no idea that he would come back uh from italy and become the first person to kind of spread corona um to unknown people and he didn't just spread corona virus to his colleagues who then went to agra and went to telangana and then spread it to th- those and the thing with this virus is it's a bit crazy i've not really been scared of um any virus that came ebola and chicken gunia and whatever diseases that have come and gone i've not really been um concerned about those but this one is a little scary because um what happens is you can be carrying it and um uh the cab guy that you're sitting in the same cab with can get it and if his immunity is low um then he can die so it is quite dangerous because you may not even realize you're carrying it and i i feel like all these all, all these um you know we we build our whole life to avoid catastrophes but this is a catastrophe that is um uh very very like real and personal to all of us um so now here's the thing uh people don't know what's going to happen people don't uh, realize uh, what the future is going to hold like this person from italy he thought he was being a good dad he was a, he was organizing his daughter and son or whether he has two daughters or two i don't know his his kids birthday he invited his friends and families and everyone landed up at the birthday party they must have had a great time but what they didn't realize was that the return gift was going to be coronavirus when people got sick when he was tested as positive everything has fallen apart for those families not only because there's no cure to this virus but um the result of this virus isn't that you're going to get really sick it is death so that kind of shook me today when i read the news uh, about this uh i mean the way it's looking 
I mean, especially like in Bombay, one person has a virus and the whole compartment in the train will get it. Um, you can have one person hitting another person in Bombay, um, maybe on the road, but in a train, you're so close in proximity that if it comes to Bombay and if if the coronavirus comes into the local trains of our of our city, even once one case can spread it that honestly what i feel is that we'll all be dead by the end of the year now i'm not trying to create panic but i think what i am trying to do is um given that i mean it is a big thing to say that we may not live to see 2021 um so why not live the best way we can and that's really what i would like to talk about in terms of our future um like ask yourself um what are, what are the four things that are the most important things for you uh, for your life um that's the key i think in this whole thing i think uh, plagues and and, and so, like tsunamis and natural disasters and and sicknesses all of that even when cancer comes there are so many realizations that happen so many uh, so much of an impact that it happens in our life that forever we are then you know um affected by it our decisions are then um, moved and steered into a different direction because um of the catastrophe that hit us or almost hit us um so coming back to this um when you think about your future and if like i i would like to think if you had coronavirus how would you live today would you be a little nicer would you um would you smile a little more would you quit your job would you join a job would you um uh, and that's the thing that i've been really struggling with for the past few years um i was a like i was a ve- i was a workaholic uh, crazy person you know and um by the time i hit my 30s like i've shared this a little bit in the podcast too uh, my dreams came true and i really didn't have anything to achieve now that's great that you have nothing to achieve by the time you hit 30 but 31 is not retirement age but it so happened that i got married when i was 31 and from then on i didn't understand this domestic role that i was supposed to do which i was never trained to do i was never trained to cook or like i know uh, for a fact that there are a lot of um, cultures uh, what they do is they don't educate their uh, daughters too much and they teach them very key principles one is finances one is how to ride a scooty because they need to go and pick up their children and drop them back home and uh, the third thing is um, uh, finances scooty and cooking okay so in the end of the day women are seen as you have to just these are your jobs these are your tasks just do that really well when I grew up, like when, not when I grew up, but when I stopped working and I went into a domestic mode, I realized that all the training that many women in our country get to kind of take care of the ghar grayasti, uh, the household chores and all that, I, I've been struggling, I've never done in my life, I never had to do, uh, apart from my apartment, but again, I I had a maid all the time, I had someone to cook food and clean and sweep and so on, and I didn't need to worry about that. But life changes and things change and your life begins to look very different and you have to take it up. You have to just do it. So over years, I've really struggled with identity. Like, who am I? Like, is this 
did I go to a very good school or did I go to a very good college so I could sweep and sew up my house? And I know that seems so dark and maybe some women listening to me will understand uh, this phenomenon where so many, like I, I once told, shared with someone that I had a dream to start a company which was hiring, like who partnered with main companies and uh, got women who were highly skilled but restricted because of their timings and their um, uh, schedules uh, to work. So, for example, like I'm a video editor, I'm a photographer, I'm an anchor, I can teach, but I only have four hours a day that I'm free. Uh, in that time, uh, what what company will hire me? Nobody will hire me. However, if a company does hire me, I'm pretty sure I'll work like 12 hours a day for that company. Because women, when they... Um, when they're workaholics and then they're forced to be in a domestic situation, they compensate, overcompensate, you know. Like another joke I was cracking that if I ever own a company, I will hire only like married women with children or married women or women, uh, but um, not to be biased against like unmarried women. I mean, they're also very efficient. Uh, but married women with kids actually have this superpower because they know they have to be home. They know they have to cook food. They know they have to do their motherly chores. Okay. So, but they, they are grateful for the opportunity to work. So they go crazy and compensate. I don't know if you have any working mothers in your office, but think about it. Um, don't the working mothers work a little extra hard? Have you seen a working mother slack off? I have never. Like in my entire life, uh, entire my, my career in the media, I have never seen a working mother be lazy you know they're always efficient and I feel like that's what's happened to me when I have a shoot or when I have a, a edit suddenly the the activity around the house becomes very um, you know army oriented like it's like okay uh, early morning sweep so up do the dishes cook the food food is ready by seven o'clock in the morning boom uh, start the editing finish by four uh, submit it to the client to the point where some of my clients have been like uh, like they've been lazy in getting back to me and I've been like following up saying okay the edit changes have been done you haven't checked them please check them now and I'm sure he's like uh, I'm the client why are you screaming at me but the fact is that I I can't afford to sit and waste time which is actually what happens in a lot of agencies which happens in a lot of companies um, people waste so much time in offices it's not even funny Whereas when you're at home and you know that four hours is all I have, you give those, you know, you give everything in those four hours, which actually surpasses. Now, when I say four hours, it's, I'm not saying I work four hours in a day because I don't. I begin my work at like 5.30 in the morning and I end my day around one or two in the night. So I'm actually working twice and or four times as hard as what I was um, in an office. However, I don't commute. So that's the greatest part of my job. Um, so all that now why am I getting off the tangent here uh, today I mean it wasn't just this news but off late I've just really been praying about things and thinking about things and one of the things um, even my mom today was sharing with me uh, that what if like there's a verse in the Bible that says consider it pure joy when you suffer and often or not that verse kind of stings because suffering is not fun and definitely not pure joy but if you think about it what if the suffering that you're in quote-unquote is actually pure joy what if you were given another fate or you were given another life or another opportunity 
and that was worse that was worse than your current situation your present actually looked looks much much better than like they say no be careful what you wish for uh, <laughs> and what if you're actually living the best reality that you're in today and you don't realize it uh imagine that's what's happening and the truth is that in another 2 years you may look back at the present situation that you're in and romanticize that so better than doing that and living in the comfort of nostalgia um better to be happy in the present satisfied with what you get um play with the cards that you dealt with rather than looking at other people's cards or looking at what you can get or being greedy about what you'd like your present to look like um and i i don't mean to sound like ungrateful uh we are greedy we want better lives we want better holidays we want better seat tickets we want um like i remember 10 years ago maybe 12 years ago sitting in a like a business class plane coming back from in my direct flight from new york uh i was alone i was in, i was um, maybe a little kid in me but i remember feeling like what is this life it's horrible and now i'm married with a kid and i haven't gone for a holiday in 9 years i mean i haven't even gone for my honeymoon um and i'm i'm like missing uh, a flight and i'm missing holidays i'm missing you know chilling in goa or whatever but the funny thing is that when i was in that situation when i had the first class ticket when i had the f- business class seat and on a direct flight to new york it didn't feel fun it wasn't fun for me So our present always looks dark and um sad. Uh but at that time I was in a at a point in my life where I wanted a family. I wanted a child. I wanted a husband. I wanted I mean I didn't want a child like you know like it was like oh I want a child so let's get married. But like I wanted a family. I wanted company. I wanted friends and and today my life is filled with friends. I mean the few that I have, the handful that I uh have. and my life is f- filled with joys that my daughter brings and the annoyances that my husband bring also are filled with joy we do laugh about how me- how badly he's uh, you know messing up here and there too and me too but um i don't know maybe coronavirus is bringing this out but i th- i don't have it i'm just saying <laughs> like maybe the the reality of the virus hitting indian shores is bringing this out that i think we need to live in our present like it's a present uh like uh master ugwe says in kung fu panda where um uh the past is gone it's history uh the future is unknown but the present is a present so live in it so um the four the four most important things for me is love la- live which is basically to live a life of joy um and um pray i'm i i have a lot of faith and i have a lot of faith in my uh in in you know like i believe in jesus i love reading the bible i love talking to god i love having a relationship with him um i may not enjoy church that much but even that has its pros and cons but um for me i cannot i cannot live my life without my relationship with god so that's a very very big element and definitely being kind i really love loving on people so these are the four more most important things for me and so if i know i'm going to die in the end of the year or maybe even sooner these are the four things i'm going to cling on to so i'm going to leave you with this this thought 
think about the four things that are the most important things of your life it may be your faith it may be your relationships it may be playstation i don't know whatever makes you happy do it and do it today and do it now because you don't know if your driver has coronavirus or <laughs> you don't know if your colleague has coronavirus and you're going to get it and then you know you don't know and i know it seems so fatalistic to say it uh, the way i am but if fatalism is going to bring you a better quality of life so be it so thanks for listening thanks for joining and nobel is ringing so i'm really happy so i'm going to get on with dinner and um, plan my evening hopefully it's going to be joyful and um, i think fighting for joy is f- a far better and more noble cause than just living in discouragement so be happy guys and i i just hope you all are safe get your masks wash your hands just be be careful and I just hope and pray that no one gets sick from my listeners also and even people who don't listen to me. Um but if it happens then just be grateful for the days that you had and um like go in peace. Um if it, if that's even possible. <laughs> On this really vague and dark note, thanks for joining me and um I hope to catch you soon. Uh and yeah, so this is I'm Sangeeta Anjali Kumar and this is Planet Sang and this is episode number 51 and just love, live, um pray and um uh be kind to each other, okay? Uh till then, bye and be safe. <laughs>